Welcome to the Cloth Diaper Podcast, a weekly podcast dedicated to everything cloth diaper. Seriously, join me every week as we talk with your favorite brands, retailers, and cloth diaper mamas from around the world. Show three. This episode is for all of you adventure mamas, or all of you wannabe adventure mamas. If you're like me and you kind of just dream of climbing mountains, paddling rivers, and maybe getting outside with your kids, then hopefully Sarah, today's interviewee, Cloth Diaper Mama, can help inspire you to go outside. I know that going into the backcountry or even going car camping with kids is super intimidating, but I tell you, it's totally worth it. Sarah joins me from Edmonton, Alberta today, and we're going to talk about her cloth diapering experience. I just thought I would also stop in and remind you who I am, since this is only our third episode. My name is Bailey. You might know me originally from simplymombailey.com, and I've decided that I want to talk about cloth diapers just a little bit more. I want to meet cloth diaper mamas from around the world. I want to hear about stories from brands and retailers. And I want to share cloth diapering in a more storytelling way. I can't say that I know anything about podcasting. This is my first ever podcast and I have no idea what I'm doing. But I'm super excited, I'm super passionate, and I'm super stoked about cloth diapering. I spent Wednesday this week interviewing a few mamas, a brand, and a retailer about cloth diapers. Their interviews will be coming up later this month, but I tell you, I went to bed that night and my heart was so full of love. I was so stoked to hear different stories and experiences of cloth diapering. All right, with that said, I'm going to share with you my conversation with Sarah from earlier this week, and here we go. This is me just popping in to remind you that all the show notes from today's episode and any other episode can be found at www.clothdiaperpodcast.com. I'll include links to anything that we talk about that maybe you want to check out later. Again, that's www.clothdiaperpodcast.com. So I'm Sarah Burrell. I live in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Oh, just next door. You're like eight hours away from me. Oh, fun. Where are you? I'm in Prince George. Oh, fun. Yeah. And you cloth diaper one, two, three? Uh, just one. Just one. Yeah. And for how long now? Um, it's been probably about 13 months, maybe 14. 14? Not, so, not too long, but long enough. Yeah. So how did you get introduced to cloth diapering? Uh, some of my friends have done it for years. Um, and then I saw that there's lots of really cute prints, so that drew me in. All right, what print caught your eye first? Um, the actually, our, most of our stash is made out of Glowbug cloth diapers. Okay. And I don't know if there's one specific one that drew me in, but just they they had a package that was pretty modern uh, designs and stuff like that. So it was kind of what caught my eye at the moment. Uh, that's a that's my favorite way to encourage people to cloth diaper is to like find a print they love (laughs) yeah it really helped (laughs) it seems like kind of silly advice too when I look at my first order I ever ordered I ordered like a green and pink polka dot diaper from Bummies 
<laughs> my first ever cloth diaper and it is hideous. I don't think my kids ever wore it. So <laughs> it was a little like a weird choice for sure. So you've been mostly cloth diapering at 14 months using Glowbugs? Uh, Glowbugs, we have some Bum Genius, um, some flip covers, and then a couple random ones that I don't even know all the names of. So which one is your favorite to use? Um, I actually, it's probably a tie between the Glowbug and the Bum Genius. If you could build an entire stash of cloth diapers, would it be with Glowbugs and Bum Genius? Yeah, probably. Do you use a pocket or do you use like an all-in-one? A pocket. Pocket. You like stuffing pockets, eh? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> so what do you put it? What do you put inside your diapers then? Um, I mostly use the flower sack towels, and then I'll put either a bamboo microfiber, um, just one of the other inserts that we have, just kind of wrapped in the FST. Oh, do you? Ha- are you dealing with a heavy wetter then? Yeah, he's pretty heavy. I am <laughs> uh, so lucky I never actually had a heavy wetter because my kids don't need that high maintenance. <laughs> so nice. Oh, I bet. <laughs> right. What's been your biggest cloth diapering challenge? Probably sorting out uh, absorbency, especially oh, yeah. for overnight. What do you do overnight? What's your overnight solution? Um, we've started being able to use some fitted, uh, just with the covers. Okay. Yeah. That's a good choice. Um, yeah. Now that he's not drinking as much, we tend to go towards either fitted. Sometimes the glow bugs will work now. Um, and then other days we actually just go to disposables. Oh yeah. Right. That's just be so much easier. Sometimes. Yeah. It's not my favorite, but what we do. But like a decent, well, not a decent, but like a really absorbent overnight cloth diaper can be kind of pricey. Yeah, it can be. Yeah, like really pricey. Lachlan, you're saying he's not drinking much. And I always found that like after a year, my kids didn't drink much. And then we hit like two and they started like chugging milk before bed. And I suddenly <laughs> had massive overdue heavy weather. Oh, so then flooding? Yeah, super flooding. Oh, thankfully he's like potty trained now, but... I feel like they went between up and down. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, finding an overnight solution is difficult for sure. So if you could design your own cloth diaper, what would it look like? Oh. Have you ever thought about this? I have never thought about this. What about, or even a print? Is there a print out there that, that doesn't exist that you think should exist? Hmm. I'd like to see more prints in the, like, outdoorsy sort of adventure world. Um, So, like, they have a couple camping ones out there, but there's a lot more, like, canoeing, paddle sports, climbing, biking, sort of stuff. There's not too much in that area with prints. Yeah, because Thirsties did one that had a bit of mountain biking on it. Yeah. But I've never seen one, you're right, with any paddling or any... Mount rock climbing even no which is kind of funny because you would think that most people are, that do that sort of stuff are pretty into like the all natural sort of thing and so you think they would cater to people from that area but no one's done it yet nobody's done it yet i wonder hopefully maybe a brand will listen to my podcast <laughs> and they will take it i might have to let omaki know i have i have sometimes an in with them oh fun. that's true I've never seen that. This is a good, that was a good question. 
Yeah. I'm going to have to keep looking and thinking. <laughs> like a canoe. I don't think I've ever seen one with a canoe. No. Mm -mm. I know um, Glowbug this year had a couple that were like mountains, waterfalls, some things like that, but uh, only a few of them. A waterfall is a hard thing to put on a cloth diaper. It is. <laughs> yeah. So I think Smart Bottoms and Lagoon Baby Mission, right, they put together a collab of, with a water, and it just wasn't, I didn't think it was very well done. Mm. It's, like, hard to show water. Mountains do look yeah. good. Yeah, water is definitely a hard one to show. It's, like, super hard. Um, so have you, are you big into paddle sports? Uh, yeah, pretty big. Um, I've been a paddle instructor for almost 10 years. Oh, that's crazy. I was just saying last night on Facebook, it showed me that it's been 11 years since I canoed the Bowron Lakes with my girl. Kate. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that I haven't been in a canoe in like 11 years. <laughs> and that I do kind of miss it. So that's why you were suggesting paddle sports. You're a paddle yeah. sports instructor. <laughs> How do you get, do you get time to do that? As um, sometimes. Uh, last summer we got in quite a bit. Um, my husband had a decent amount of time off, so that was really great. And we'd go out to like the lake and stuff. Do you take the kids? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He's been out since probably about one month old. So he's pretty he's good in a boat. Yeah, he's pretty good. I'm always uh, anxious that they would get a little squirrely. Ah, uh, he does. But uh, this year we gave him some toys in the canoe, um, and for the most part that was good. <laughs> oh good, oh good. That would make me really anxious. <laughs> we tied everything in um and only had ones that were okay if they got wet <laughs> oh okay yeah that's true if you just hide all the toys otherwise you might have like a toy toy field at the bottom of the canoe of the of the lake. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah he took a bucket up um and was pouring water into our canoe this last trip oh that's really helpful yeah <laughs> such such a dandy joy right oh yeah <laughs> so do you have any funny cloth diapering stories about taking them out and about um trying to think for the most part he's actually done okay with them when we have been on trips um I think the worst time was when we were just hiking I think he was about two months old and I look over at my husband and he just had like poo running down his shirt no yeah it was pretty sad <laughs> it was so sad it's just a cloth diaper failed yeah uh it was when he was pretty young too right so then it was more uh runny and it's hard to get a good fit on like newborn legs yeah and it was our first experience out with them while camping oh yeah <laughs> uh. so it was just kind of all around uh he was in a soft structure carrier and Oh, just a mess. Hopefully you weren't yeah. too far from somewhere to clean up. Um, about half an hour? Oh. Not terrible. Not terrible. No. <laughs> it's a good adventure. Yeah. Well, so what do you do when you go camping? So we've done, if it's just like a couple of days, we've done just like the pockets. But when it's our backcountry trips, it's a lot harder to carry those wet heavy diapers yeah um, and so I'll usually take a cup a cover we often go with our flip ones because that's what we have and then have you heard of g diapers I've heard of them and I have tried their I've only I've tried them once but I never you're talking about their inserts yeah yeah where do you source them um I got them 
off of Amazon. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, it, I mean, it's a little bit harder to get a hold of them uh, just because they aren't um, ready available in stores here. But um, yeah, the G diaper inserts are probably one of the only ones I haven't tried, mostly because I was okay. having a hard time sourcing them on right. Amazon even. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I made the mistake and ordered three times the amount I meant to. Oh, so you can them. go camping for the rest of your life and you'll be set. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I misread the uh, amount that was in there. Um, so when they arrived, I was relieved to find that I didn't spend as much on the diapering system than I, that I thought I did. <laughs> so you're using, when you go out in the backcountry, you're using a flip cover with a G-diaper insert? Yeah, yeah. And... and they're really great because they're 100% compostable. Oh, awesome. Mm -hmm. You don't have so to they, break them. They're made out of like a tree pulp. And so um, like even when they're just wet with pea diapers, they say that you can put them in your like home compost and um, they're completely compostable. And I think it's like 28 days or something like that. Maybe. Oh, that's awesome. That's probably even better than like toilet paper. Yeah, it might be a bit longer, actually. I'm trying to see if it says on the bag here. I think I have, um, I've used the flip ones, which oh, okay, talks okay. about the G-typers. And you find that they hold up for your heavy wetter? Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, we didn't even need to, like, add a second or anything. One of them lasted really well. Awesome. So you pack those in, and then you're able to just bury them or use them? Yeah, um, it depends on the location. Sometimes we'll be packing them out with us. Yeah. Um, but sometimes depending on the type of like outhouse system mm -hmm. if it's just like one of your dig a hole pits sort of thing um rip it open dump it in and it'll decompose faster awesome um and then we just have to be careful not to stick it in any of the specialty toilets right um, especially okay. if they're pumping stuff out or whatnot um because then it, it has the potential of clogging it up Oh, and that's not fair, right? Yeah. So yeah. what what kind of trips have you taken your son on with this? Um, we attempted to do the Sunshine Coast Trail. Okay. Um, it's out, um, out in like Powell River area. Okay. Where do you start in Powell River, Gibson's? Um, kind of in Powell. And you say you attempted? You didn't get it finished? Uh, no, we didn't get to finish it because uh, we, um, day two, I sprained my ankle. <laughs> oh, no. At least you're on the Sunshine Coast. It's a beautiful yeah. part of the country. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was gorgeous. Um, so we took a couple days off from that, and then we decided to do the Powell River canoe route. Okay. Uh, which was also equally as gorgeous. Um, and we didn't have to be on our feet as much. Uh, as a girl guide, I spent a lot of time on the Sunshine Coast. Okay. My stepfather is from Powell River, so I'm a little oh, cool. familiar with the area. So that that's kind of a bummer, but kind of a, sounds like a great trip. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was really fun. He was about five months old at that uh, for that trip. Okay. So and then we've done a couple of hiking trips um, and a few other canoe trips. And you and you take and you still get to cloth diaper. There are there any um, like traditional disposable diapers that decompose the same way as like a G diaper insert does? I haven't come across any. Um, I think I've heard of maybe one or two, but I don't know the names of them. 
That's true. Fair. I was just curious if that's why you've chosen to use the G Daper instead of packing in a disposable, a full-on disposable. Yeah. Um, it makes for a pretty good compromise. I think here. I've heard of some like bamboo ones, but I honestly don't um, I think most, not all of them are going to be completely compostable. Yeah. You know what? And now is the elastic. Oh yeah. My elastic. I was thinking, um, my, my man, my man loops dead. Lindsay there. I think she has once done a review with like Panda company. They might be. Oh, I'll okay. look into it. But I could see what you're meaning about like, right, any elastic or any adhesive on a cloth, on a disposable diaper is going to reduce your biodegradability mm -hmm. and your compostability. That's yeah. really awesome that you've been able to find uh, like a, comp like a, not a compromise, but something that really works and lets you still go live a pretty awesome life. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. And my, my goal is to eventually try the FSTs out on the trail. Yeah. Uh, but it's hard because you need to have almost the perfect weather for it. Just so that, like, you're, I'm not taking, like, 20 inserts for, um, and covers and whatnot for the trips. So I'd be washing it every couple of days. Yeah, and it's, if you're hand-washing diapers and it's humid or it's wet, then you kind of get in a tough spot. Yeah. 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 I bought that, um, that bag. The scrubber bag? Yeah, I bought the scrubber bag for this yeah. year's Flats and Handwashing Challenge. Okay. And it was okay. I could see it being used there. I wouldn't ever use it at home full-time while hand washing. No, we've, we've used it on the trail and then we've used it when we like go on family trips like to yeah. or something. It was, it's an interesting idea though and I kind of like the concept. Mm -hmm. It was fun. It's a lot easier than using a Ziploc bag. Is that what you used to do? Um, I did it I think once or twice with a Ziploc bag. And you're on the trail? Uh, yeah, I think there was one trip where I needed something and we used it because uh, it was what we had. So I can only clean with that. <laughs> I can only ever remember like washing clothes in like creeks. <laughs> that would be it. We wouldn't have ever been that creative to try a Ziploc bag. Mm. As a high schooler, though, my my knowledge of hand washing was limited. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, that that is a really cool part about your cloth diaper history. Thanks for sharing, mm -hmm. Sarah. I I hope like sometimes I wonder if people think that they're really like cloth diapering will limit them on their adventures, but obviously it doesn't. I think you have to be willing to put in the little bit of extra work. Like yeah. I think it's very intimidating for a lot of people, so they go the easier route in their mind. Um, I've definitely done that one. I know like I, we road trip a lot and I'm going away. I'm going to Vancouver on Thursday and I'm going to pack them. I'll pack the cloth diapers because it's easier. Yeah. And it's also part of the reason when I travel is my mom doesn't get garbage regularly. Okay. Like she only gets garbage every two weeks in, the, in her, in Chilliwack. And so we could fill up a can in like four days. Oh, easily. Easily, right? With disposable diapers. So I, I bring them along because it's kind of my only option instead of paying for garbage. And when you're mm -hmm. on the back trail, it's also a great easy option instead of hauling out yeah. disposable diapers, which are probably stinky and gross. Yeah, and they get heavy. Yeah. If it was hot, I could imagine that you could bring flour sack towels for short trips. Yeah. Like dry them out before you and wash them when you got home. Mm -hmm. yeah we we had that with um like one just uh front camping trip where yeah. it was just uh we had them and we just let them dry out some but not an option when you only have so many diapers with you uh, yes 
Yes. And only so much weight that you want to carry mm -hmm. in and out. I guess when you're canoeing, it helps because you have a little bit more space. Yeah. So if somebody asks you how to get started class diapering, what do you tell them? Um, usually I start off with asking them like what type of diaper they're interested in. Um, whether it's like the pockets, the covers, um, whether they're trying to do it the cheapest way or um, the easiest way for with like the grandparents or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, because really it's a pretty complicated issue, right? <laughs> and that's probably, I, I find that, I think that's one of the reasons people get intimidated with glass diapering, because oh, you sure. ask, right? And you're like, but there's 7 million options. Yeah, I spent months trying to figure out what type to get. And how did, what made your decision? Um, I was going to start off with just like covers and, um, um, doing like FSTs but then uh, after starting to see a few diapers I realized there's not as many fun diapers with the covers yeah so I got a couple covers and then from there um, I decided I would get like a couple different brands to try out a few different things mm -hmm. and then um, found out that our wash machine had to hold a lot of diapers so then most of our stash became pockets oh yeah that's a good way to bulk it up hey mm-hmm you have a, a tricky washing machine? Yeah, it's, uh, according to Fluff Love University, it's one of the larger uh, wash machine barrels. My mom has a pretty large washing machine barrel too, and it's pretty tough to fill it up. Like, I definitely notice if it's not, if it's less than halfway, I just get a bad wash. Yeah. All yeah, I have to fill mine up, I think, three quarters. And oh, wow. usually I end up just, like, stuffing in, like, all my FF sts that are like left over and stuff just to make sure it's full enough i that's one of the perks i guess to using i use a lot of like paper towel not paper towel i use a lot of like uh towels around the house little towels mm. to clean up messes and then it can help bulk up that for me oh yeah that makes sense yeah front loaders though are definitely picky on that front hey so that's <laughs> probably been a big challenge trying to figure out your washing machine it was at first but uh once i was asking questions on Fluff Love, it actually came pretty quick. So this week, Funky Fluff and Bummies just announced that they're closing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty big news. What do you think about that, about the state of the cloth diaper industry? Yeah, um, I'm a little bummed out. Funky Fluff was, um, like I only have probably six of their diapers. Only six? <laughs> I, I love the quality and feel of their diapers so it's kind of sad to see such a good quality diaper leave the industry it seems like there's a lot of cloth diaper thing uh companies kind of dealing with that issue right now of uh um deciding whether to stay open or close or sell especially retailers i think are struggling mm -hmm. and and brand. Well, Glowbug just sold um, to a new owner as well. Did they? Yeah. I didn't know. Actually, I don't really keep in the loop with Glowbug. They're based okay. out of British Columbia, right? And they're mm. maybe not anymore. No, I think they're out east. Oh, Kakao? 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 Kakao?
Cowie, you know, K-A-W-A-I-I. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that one's in BC. I oh, have is no it? idea how to pronounce it. Oh, okay. I thought they were all east, but I didn't really look into in it. Richmond. So Globug is, they're producing in China and then they're selling in Canada. And you're saying that they've just changed owners. Yes. Yes. Have you yeah. bought anything from their new owners? Uh, no, it was just announced, like the official uh, sale was closed like a couple days ago, I think, or a week ago. I'm definitely out of that loop. Yeah. It's hard to stay in the loop with everything going on, Cloth Diaper. I oh think. my gosh, there's so many little companies too. Yeah. But I can imagine that for sure. I know I asked the other day about like all the made in Canada brands, and yeah. I got a ton of Etsy mamas that I didn't even know existed. Okay. We're making some amazing cloth diapers. And next time I get like child tax will be a bad day. I have to go <laughs> next month. I think yeah. we're fast. <laughs> In August, we'll see what happens. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'll, that'll be interesting to see what happens with Glowbugs. I didn't know they had changed hands. Mm-hmm. And I know, yeah, like a lot of cloth diapers are changing what they're doing and how they're doing things. Yeah, it's it's interesting even just over the last like you're seeing how um they've all trans started to transition even just like how they're doing social media how they're um starting to use like brand reps uh things like that meanwhile some brands like blueberry diapers aren't even on facebook or instagram oh yeah yeah, somebody asked me the other day where their facebook page was it's non-existent wow and they're pretty big that's what i thought but they have like zero social media presence i wonder because I wonder if that's because they are trying to keep like a higher, um, like trying to keep people thinking of them as a higher class brand. I think it's because they've had too much drama in their past. Oh yeah, <laughs> they, they don't want people. I don't know all of that. <laughs> they uh, they've had a little bit of squirts. Squirts is not the right word. A little quiffs. Yeah. Oh, okay. Little little tiffs. Yeah. Gotcha. I and I think. Yeah, the cloth diaper industry will be interesting to see where it goes for mm-hmm. sure and how it's impacted. So have you been able to convince anybody in your life to switch to cloth diapers? Um, I've had a few friends uh, that are interested in it um, for their next kid. So I'm, I'm hoping that they'll uh, go forth with it. And you're in Edmonton, so you guys probably have some cloth diaper retailers you could even go visit. Yeah, there's a few. Um, there's not too many that uh, sell too many options. Oh, that's either. true. I was trying to think, even Baby Footprint, she's in Grimby, which is closer to Grand Prairie, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She doesn't even have a storefront. So. Yeah, there's a few small ones like uh, Two Mothers and... Oh, like Crunchy Baby Stores? Yeah. Like yeah. A couple of little options. Yeah, most other stores, like, you might find a couple at Walmart or um, Toys R Us, I think, has, like, one. Oh, they carry Bum Genius, I think. Yeah, there's not too many options um, at the bigger stores. I know, that's hard, hey? Mm-hmm. So what do you do when you're not cloth diapering? Are you just a mom, or are you something else? <laughs> uh, I am a photographer. You're a photographer? Yeah. That's fun. I uh, recently opened up uh, a business just this past year. So been working on getting that going. So you take what type of photos? What's your uh, newborn family? Um, 
I've done a couple engagement sessions. Thanks for joining me. I am super yeah, excited no to talk to you and thanks for taking the time out of your day. And I hope that my listeners today get some inspiration. Maybe they'll go camping. A little inspired to go out into the back bush. Okay, well, I'm not about to go pack up my kid and canoe across the lake with them in diapers. I am feeling like I could master a camping trip, which I know I need to do this summer. How is it already August and I've barely been camping? Needless to say, that's not the point. I'm so grateful for the chance to have talked to Sarah today about her cloth diapering experience. If you would like to share your cloth diapering experience with me, feel free to email me at bailey at clothdiaperpodcast.com or find me on Facebook or Instagram. My life is a little bit chaotic because my husband doesn't have a reliable schedule and I'm not sure if you've ever tried to record a podcast with children around, but that's why you could hear chairs scraping in the background. Uh, sometimes on Instagram or Facebook, if I have an hour or two, I'll just put a story up or a post up that says, hey, anybody want to chat? And we can get together and we can chat. We can chat about if you're a brand ambassador, if you're a brand or a retailer, we can chat about your biggest challenge. We can talk about whatever it is that you're passionate about. Maybe you're really upset about the current state of the cloth diaper industry. Maybe the ethical implications of using cheap diapers bothers you. Maybe you're a dedicated work at home mom and you want people to understand why your product is important. That's where I come in. So send me a message, follow me on my channels. And as always, you can find the show notes for this show at www.clothdiaperpodcast.com and find me on the web. I'm on Instagram and Facebook, Cloth Diaper Podcast.